0: All right, so thank you guys so much for jumping into another episode of the One More Idea podcast. I think this is going to be a short and sweet episode because I know you're busy, Mike, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> I'm actually, man, I think you might probably wish you were at the place that I'm at because I'm uh, staring out at the beach at Panama, oh, wow. Florida.
1: Wow. Yes, man. I sure. I sure would.
0: <laughs> um, you know, uh, and we always say. Um, You know, Thomas Edison says, I have not failed. I found 10,000 ways that won't work. All he needed was an idea, you know, an an amazing idea or uh, just a different idea, you know, because he's trying all these other ideas. And, you know, here's the funny thing. I bet all 10,000 of those ideas weren't bad ideas. You know, they were probably like high-level, high-IQ ideas to try. But all it took was him – tweaking it until boom the light bulb happened yeah it's just such an amazing thought there (laughs) yeah
1: no it really is man um so i always get the the joy and honor to be able to explain a little bit why we do what we do and i just want to you know speak for myself man um not only do i continue to get tons of feedback um man i don't know if you saw that post that i think chris put on our uh page about uh the, the you know some advice or impacts that it's that's happened to him that's happened to him, but for me, man, I'll just say, and I'm just kind of I know our time is limited today, so I just want to kind of jump into this man i I took one of our um our own bit of advice last week about simplifying your life, and uh man, I just tell you man, that is a very powerful, simple thing that you can do, but I was telling a lady last night she was telling me that she's struggling with having her team have some sort of um, guidelines or whatnot. And, and I just told her, I said, well, let's talk about that. And as I started talking to her more, I realized that she had way too many moving pieces. And I just told mm-hmm. her, I said, you know what you need to do? You need to simplify that. Make it very simple, and then you can hold people more accountable to the the one or two things. And, man, your example last week with the Chick-fil-A, I actually ate there this week. And I noticed – I just watched their model, man, and I was just like – it's it's just right in front of my face that if you keep things simple, man, it just – you can focus on uh, expansion and growth a lot better than if you're so complicated, man, and just so many moving parts. So, for me, man, I, I used that last week, and it, it seems to be really helping me um, just kind of make a a, bit, a bigger difference, I guess, you know.
0: Wow. So mm-hmm. – why don't we jump into some idea blitz we we gave a shout out to one listener that's chris welch yep. keep listening chris we we see your yeah, post we see what's going on uh you know and and we appreciate all you listeners so um whether it's past present future whatever the case is we uh are so grateful that you know um that's that's why we do this <laughs> For yeah people like you who yeah. listen to this podcast you know so keep For listening sure. Find us on uh, social media on Facebook.com/slash one more idea. Hey, yeah. you know what? Maybe we should start thinking about merch. <laughs> Get some we T-shirts to, going, you know, we for for all the people out there. No, uh, I'm, so. well, I'm
1: I'm ready. I, I think I think, uh, man. You know, in a in a short period of time, Michael, I'm very like impressed and grateful that it has grown. You know, to the point that it has. Like, um, I I refer everybody to this podcast because. A lot of what we're talking about is is what, you know, people seem to have the same issues and concerns and, like, motivation. That was a really good episode. And um, I think a lot about, like, you know, people struggle with predominantly the same problems just at a different level. And um, I think about that a, a lot because uh, someone was telling me that you either live in the land of abundance or you live in the land of scarcity. And I, I think that for me, when I when I want to just say there's enough for us all out here. Um, you don't have to fear that you're going to lose your job or lose your savings account or whatnot. I think that when you're focusing on things like like that, then then you can't really expand or you can't you know go out and get more. And I said all that to say that a lot of our podcasts, when you listen to them over and over again, it it just really encourages you to. You know, squash the fear and just jump out there and and do it. So, I, I have an idea, man. I, I kind of want to start start the idea of blitz because I have a really good idea that just just dawned on me, man. And that idea is this: do one thing at a time. And this is mm-hmm. part of simple, simplifying your life. A lot of people think, and they if I say if I interview someone and say, "Tell me what your traits are or what are your, what's your characteristics," and if they start babbling on about I'm a multitasker. I can do nine things at one time. Although at one point I used to think that that was a a plus, as I got older in life I realized that multitasking means that you're going to have 15 different things open at one time and none of them reach uh, a completion date. So Mm. if you focus on one thing, the the most important thing, you'll get better results that way because, once again, like the Chick-fil-A, they focus on chicken sandwiches. And you won't have to worry about all these different items or all these different tasks that are not completed. You'll get one thing done, and then the next day you do another, and in one week you'll have seven major items checked off the list. So my number one uh, blitz idea is to to just do one thing at a time. You know what you got, Michael?
0: <clears throat> I, I wanna I wanna be the devil's advocate here, okay? Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> and I, I love that idea. Uh, I had somebody recently that I have a year calendar in my office and they were looking at it and they were it was Michael Lynn and he was like, here's what you should do. He was like, for this month, you should put like sound and like for the church's sound system, that's all you focus on. Anything that has to do with, with the sound quality, with EQ, with all that, you should only focus on that for this month. And then the next month you make your project, you know, maybe like, uh, electric guitar, and you focus on the electric guitars. And I love the concept of it, okay? Um, I think it's kind of like some ideas can be applied to everything. And some ideas, you kind of got to make it fit the mold of what you're trying to do. So, like, for a month for me, um, I have so many moving parts with the worship team. Yeah. And here's, I like the idea, okay? But... For my entire year, if I were to do that, there's a bunch of other areas that would uh, that would not succeed like they should. So the idea that I'm talking about is, like, you know, I'm not going to focus on 50 things. I'm going to focus yeah. on, like, for example, I raised up a leader, and this is kind of a loophole to this whole thing, okay? Of I raised course. up a leader, a bunch of leaders for the worship team where I know if I step off of the worship team, And get in the production booth and focus on sound that the worship team is is good but i can focus on sound and i can focus on the camera and i can focus on lights and i can focus on the media but my focus my main priority is still sound and it has been but at the same time would you notice i did to the drums right 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 they're fully enclosed the drums in our church i built an enclosure around them so it's it's like I guess what I'm saying is you can still multitask without spreading yourself too thin because I think yeah. some people they have a billion things that they're trying to do at the same time but what if you just pick what are the highest priorities okay instead of just doing only one thing what are the absolute highest priorities and like try not to have a list that's so big that you can't do anything and uh you know you're you're just paralyzed with all these different areas that are pulling you, you know, but have like, I don't know, let start with seven and see, okay, is this too many to juggle? Or is this, you know, is this manageable? And if it's like yeah. this is manageable and you feel like you have a whole lot of free time, a whole lot of mental energy, then stack something else on top of it, you know, but got you. you. you know what I mean? Like you yeah. got to kind of adjust it based on how much, how much energy and how much it drains you and how much you have to pour out for it, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I love that. That's, that's awesome.
0: And um, it's like I said, if you're finding like, you know what, man, when I do this, I have so much free time. Well, what, what are you going to fill up that free time with? Cause you have other priorities that need to get done and wow. maybe you can start stack, like stack one more and see how that goes. And if you find, wow, that, that was really easy and, and I can manage both of these very well then, you know, see, see what else you can stack on it. So uh, let me throw in my idea, okay? Yeah. Uh, and, and we talked about, you know, um, the checklist idea, yeah. and I just wanted to clarify, uh, I don't jump into every day not knowing uh, dates for the rest of the year, in, in month, and week, you know. Something right, that right. I do, um, I there's moments where I sit down and I plan out for like months ahead, pretty much for the next year and the next two years. And I know kind of like what's going on and I'm constantly thinking about these dates and I have them on my Google calendar. But day, day to day, week to week, I don't sit there and look at a planner like some people do. I put it in my phone calendar and that's probably why I'm able to do the checklist. So yeah. my idea of would be we're back to that idea. How can you simplify? And that was something that, you know, instead of having this paper planner that I carry with me and then I have to have a bag and then it gets lost in the bag, you know, I can just have it on my phone and it's even quicker and I can use the voice command. Hey, Bixby uh, plan this date for this time. Boom. It's in there, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense, man. Great. That's an awesome one, man. Um, yeah. Well, look, I have one that I think that is going to be pretty impactful, and what that is is in line kind of with what you're saying and the simplifying our life thing that we're on uh, for the last week, two weeks actually, uh, is don't be afraid to get straight to the point. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is have you ever spoken to somebody where they, they tee it up and they set up the conversation for like 30 minutes, and then you're like you're like okay i know you didn't call me to talk about this so let's let's just, let's just kind of get to the point and then they say oh yeah well this is what i wanted to actually tell you but my thing is that if, you, if if you if you write shorter emails and if you get to the point like quicker that actually saves so much time out of your day and even the other person's day because basically we can we can start talking about the point that you called instead of all the small and, and look I love small talk don't get me wrong but I'm I'm merely saying in order to simplify your life your business or whatever if, if, you, if you meet with me just say look Mike this is why I need to talk to you here it is and then we can kind of uh, dive deeper into what the real reason because what a conversation and sometimes even business meetings can last two hours when actually it really probably should have taken 30 minutes if, if we would have just got to the point talked about it checked it off our list and moved on so my idea is just Don't be afraid to just get to the point where you're talking to somebody.
0: Hmm. We call that the bottom line. The bottom line. There you go. Here's the bottom line. (laughs) Hook line and sinker. Yeah, I love it. Here's the punch line. You know, know, I'm at a youth camp right now, and I was talking to one of our other leaders, and I was like, you know, I don't know what it is about this certain kid. And uh, as soon as he starts talking, I check out. I can't even focus. I don't know if it's his voice. I don't know. And he's all over the place and never getting to the point, okay? So, and and uh, the leader tells me, they're like, wow, he actually talks? Like, that kid's mom would be amazed that he's actually talking. So, he walks wow. up, okay, and he has a bang in his hand, an energy drink, and he's pretty much drank the whole thing.
1: <laughs> now,
0: he's even on a whole nother level from what I've been oh, experiencing. Jesus. And oh, he God. starts talking to this other leader, <laughs> and, uh, you know, after he's talking a little bit, his friend notices that she checks out, <laughs> and just like, as mm-hmm. I mean, we had just talked about it, he mm-hmm. walks up, I mean, what? What's, what's the irony of the situation, As so, I mean, as soon as he speaks like one sentence, she's out, and his friend says, yeah, you know, I don't think she cares about what you're saying, <laughs> and we all start laughing. <laughs> because wow. he just, and he's young, but that's just kind of like an example of what you're talking about. You know, get to the point, and he never gets to the point. He just keeps talking about, you know, and then this happened, and we went this direction, and then it was like this, and it, you know, just all over the place, and you just, you check out. Wow. You yeah. So Man, that's, wow. I do, that's think, crazy. <laughs> I do think there's power in uh not being long winded. Yeah. You know, there, you got to yeah. find the sweet spot. You got to, you know, because people – something that I found is that people don't really like to listen to you talk, you know. And I know that's kind of a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not just saying you, Mike. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, people people, yeah. people like to listen to themselves. That's why we talk, you know, a lot. That's why everybody likes to talk. Yes. But a, a powerful tool, okay, would be get in and get out. Say – Say the bottom line, okay, yep. and and then get out and ask questions to get other people talking. If you want somebody to feel like they're valued, don't talk their head off, but instead give them the information that you need to give them, and then ask them questions to get them to talk to you. Because there's power in um, adding value to other people, and one of the things you can do is be a really good listener. You know, mm-hmm. and listen, and and here's here's an idea blitz, listen to understand, don't listen to respond. Mm, You know, have you ever been talking to somebody and they're nodding their head? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And I got to tell you about this. And and then they just jump in like, and then they didn't, it's like, did you even hear what I just said?
1: Yeah. Wow. (laughs) You know,
0: listening skills and, and being able to understand somebody and make them feel heard is in my opinion, one of the most, valuable things you can do as a human being is to you know um humble yourself and realize okay this i don't want to step on anybody's toes here but i'm just i'm just going to say it you know you're not that important okay and i'm saying that about myself i I realize i'm not that important because sometimes i talk too much okay
1: right and
0: uh you know and i realize i'm really not that important and, mm-hmm. you know, I'd much rather listen to you, somebody like you talk or, you know, um, because it's so interesting when you listen to other people, there, there's very, very interesting things they have to say, you oh, know, yeah, for sure. you'd be shocked. So wow.
1: that's so awesome, man. That's, that, that's a great, great idea. Um, yeah, uh, I think if I had to, um, add to that or even my aha was through that, was that, um, no matter how, well, let's just say this. I guess my idea could be really close to in line with what you just said. But like, for one moment, step out of yourself and step into the team. If you're a part, if you're a member of a team, if you're if you're a member of a church, if you're a member of a business, like, and you're a team member. Like, because I'm not gonna lie, there has been there's been numerous times where I found that the accolades and the pat on the back was what I needed. I thought. I thought the motivation was the more people that say I'm doing a great job, the more pats on the backs I get, That that then, you know, I'm fulfilled. And then I realized that at the drop of a dime, the economy sort of shifted and the industry that I was in basically took a hit. And those same people that admired me to the fullest actually laid me off of a job. And they, they said, oh, wow. hey, we, we love you. We love you, but we'll see you later. And I started thinking, I said, man, the whole time I thought that you know i was irreplaceable but in all reality um i was just part of a system and i guess what i'm saying is that stop you you have to have um confidence you have to have a, a little chip on your shoulder sometimes but it's not all about you all the time and i think i think if we can the idea is to focus on someone else if it's a day if it's a week focus on someone else and and if it if it if it involves you having to continue to say how great of a person you are, because I've been around people that all like I can say, I can say, man, you know, I accomplished this at my job, and there's always somebody that's going to stand up and say, oh, that's cool, but guess what I did? I did, I did that also, and I, I have three trophies, and you know, you only have one. And the thing is, is man, those people they seek, they they seek that attention, and for for me, I kind of I learned to just take the spotlight off of me, and and like you just said a moment ago, when you put it on someone else. It's, it just naturally comes back to you because if you ask somebody, hey, what do you do for a living, nine times out of ten, they're going to turn around and ask you the same question, you know. But the way you do that is you're interested in them first. So I would say my last idea is to find someone and ask them questions and be genuinely interested in them. Listen to them and don't don't hurry up and say, oh, yeah, I understand that, but this. And, you know, sometimes if you just chew the meat for a little while and then digest it, it's like you realize yeah. that the that the flavor's are the reason why you're eating and then that quote you sent me about the fuel thing yesterday that was powerful man to eat to eat eat the fuel i mean it's kind of in line with what i'm saying now but yeah man that last idea got me thinking man that man people don't want to hear you talk and i love it and the reason why we talk so much on this show is not because we want to hear ourselves we feel like we have a purpose and we're helping other people and so I don't babble on just because I love my voice. I actually don't like my voice, but I do like, (laughs) I like collectively what you and I are putting together here. So together, together we make this thing uh, what it is, not just me or obviously not just you. So I love that, man. My idea is to take the spotlight off of you and put it on somebody else for this. Mm. If nothing, if nothing, try it for the weekend. We have, we have two days coming up Saturday, Sunday, make Mm -hmm. it about somebody, somebody else and and take it off of you for a change. So I, I love that idea.
0: So, I want to be transparent with the listeners and everybody. And this might be unprofessional, but Mike, how much how much time do you have with us today?
1: Um, I, I gotta I have, know. I have uh, another ten good minutes, man. And before Ooh, I, have man,
0: that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Look at that. We got ten <laughs> yeah. minutes, people. Come on, give it up. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> clapping for you now. So, yeah, uh, so listen. Here's here's my big idea. Okay. Uh, I want to transition into big idea. I was talking to a student last night uh, who's suicidal, okay, and he opened up with everybody. We're in a group, and he opened up about that, you know, and I, too, was suicidal, Um, never to the point of what he has done, and and he hasn't fully – well, let me just keep going with the story, then I'll explain some things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I told him, I said, well, you're at the right place because, you know, I have this past with it. So come and talk to me. And he did. And I was so proud of him, for one, because if you're dealing with something like that or even addictions or serious problems, you know, that we all have. Okay, everybody has problems. (laughs) You're not alone. So um, Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking and one of the things that he said, he, he said, okay, you know, um, cause I was like, well, why, what, what led you to this? He's talking about his past, his parents getting divorced, mom, you know, is drinks um, and just kind of like very dysfunctional family, very, you know, very tough life and upbringing. And um, so he, this one particular time gets a shotgun and goes into the closet and he, puts it towards his face and he pulls the trigger and nothing comes out and he's he just starts laughing whoa he's like wow <laughs> you know it's just kind of whoa. a joke to him like what are the chances of that you know and um so kind of looked at it as a second chance like okay that wow like it freaked him out like wow you know okay that's you know not going to um i'm not going to do that to myself wow you know? uh wow. so yeah that's pretty powerful that, uh, you know, God was protecting him uh, is the way that I see it. So we're talking and he's kind of like trying to, uh, he's really, really good at sports, okay? Right. Like, uh, all state level, I would say. I don't know if he's one state, but, you know, at that level, like top apex athlete, (laughs) you know? So uh, we're talking about it and, um, you know, he says that you know he's talking about his past, kind of like I just got up one day and just started running, just ran like two miles that particular day, and mm-hmm. this, the uh, the sports is something that is like an outlet for him. It's it's fuel. Okay, we've talked about that because it oh, was yeah. the same way for me. And but here's yeah. the deal, okay, um, and I think a lot of people do this. He's trying to run away. And we confirmed this. We talked about it, trying to run away from the problems instead of hitting it head on. And I said, here's the deal, bro. You're going to graduate one day and you have all of these goals and ambitions. I used to be sitting around with my friends and I couldn't think about anything besides killing myself. That's all I could think about. He said, yeah, I get that. And and I said, well, here's the deal. You're going to try to go to school, which is going to be the absolute hardest thing you've ever done in your life. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have going to college, if you don't have the right headspace, if you mm-hmm. have this thing from the past, you can't see the future if you're always looking at the past, and it's mm-hmm. holding you back. And and here's the idea: I said, lean into it, lean into it. Don't let it be something that defines you, but let it be something that refines you. You know, let it be something that fuels the passion, fuel, fans the flame. You know, let all of that. And I said, you know, and here's what you do. Don't just put it in a, you know, uh, a box in your mind and just, like, kind of tuck it underneath the carpet and just, like, let it stay there and never think about it, you know. Mm -hmm. I said, open up that box and think about every single detail. And, you know, um, if you're not a Christian, this, this is what I would encourage you to do as a Christian. But even if you're not a Christian, you know, what better way than to find your faith? And, and this is one of the most powerful things you can do, you know, as a Christian is to give it to God. You know, give yeah, it to of God, course. like yeah, of Pray to God, let him know every single detail and say, you know what, God, this is exactly what happened. This is when it happened. This is how I feel about it. I'm so angry. I'm upset. These are all my emotions. We see that in the Psalms, right? You know, David oh, yeah. is like, woe is me. And I'm down in the pit. And, But then he he expresses all of his emotions and situations and everything to God. He lays it all out. And then, and this is really key, he says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to praise my God. I'm going to be, you know, pretty much become prayer. And I'm going to, you know, uh, like Paul says, I'm going to press towards the mark for the prize that is already mine. You know, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I can, you know. um, Right. Like Thomas Edison, okay, let's take a self-motivation route. Uh, I've tried, you know, 10,000 ways that won't work. All he needed was one more idea. So listening to stuff like this, reading a book, you know, what can you do to fuel the flame? So that's that's the idea, you know. Um, Lean into it. Whatever it is that you're going through, lean into it, you know. And you might be saying, well, why me? Well, why not you? Why not you be the person that when everybody's looking at and and they expect you to logically fail, you rise above your circumstance and you show the world how it's done, you know, whenever the heat is turned on. Awesome, man.
1: I want to interject, man. I want to say this. Uh, I was at Church Sunday, and uh, I spoke with a guy that I hadn't seen in five years, right? And so the guy was – I started asking, the, you know, the normal questions. Well, how are you doing? What's new? And all that. And come to find out that this guy has been – in five years, he's been through so much negativity. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to, like, share his whole story, man, but it's just something that where if you listen to his story, you just think, wow, I don't really see how you're holding up, man. And 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 actually, I've had people that even came to me and said, "Mike, I don't even know how you're holding up." So I can relate to this guy. But I'm gonna tell you this: this is something that he told me that was so profound. He said he was driving in his car on the way to church, and he said, "You know, I, I, you know, Elvis Presley came on the radio." And I said, "Okay, good old Elvis Presley." You know, he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Listen." He goes, "There's this song," and he goes, "I'm listening to the lyrics, and it jumps out at me, and I'm gonna Google the song and see what the lyrics actually are." But he said that in the song that they ask a simple. He, well, Elvis asked a simple question, and that is, he said, "Who are you?" And
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then it turns around and he answers it. I am what I am. I am this. And you know, I I started thinking that we were talking, and he he turned it into a spiritual situation, which is always good to do in church. But but I started thinking like even in the natural, even in a business setting. I actually used this Tuesday. I spoke in front of some professionals, and I asked that simple question. Let me ask you something. If I asked everyone in here, "Who are you?" What, what, how would you answer? And do you know, like, like that's that stumps a lot of people. Like, if, if, like, who are you, Michael? Like, yeah, you know, we've done this sort of before, where we say, "Well, you know, I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a, you know, Mm -hmm. worship leader. I'm a this." But if you really, really dive deeper into that question, like. You can ask this question to anybody in any language, and people are going to talk about who they are, which is, to me, the ultimate icebreaker, man. Meet a stranger and just ask them, who are you? Tell me your story. And do you know how yeah. long that conversation could potentially last? So my thing is I want to just kind of recap, man, this idea, this, this big idea is awesome, man. And I just want to ask or our share with everyone out there to, to please dig deeper into that question, mm-hmm. like who, who are you? Because a lot of times, man, um, we we don't really know. I, I also, yeah. um, I love I love the mirror. I love I love the the thought the thought of of, of a reflection because,
0: mm. man,
1: you know, one thing that you can't do is you can't tell that reflection in the mirror that you're something that you're not because you know you better than anybody <laughs> else. Yeah. And man, and 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 part of simplifying your life, Michael, I believe is to come to terms with who you
0: are. Exactly. Like who lean are lean into it.
1: Yeah, and then, you know the the it.
0: funny thing. Uh, and I'll close us out with this. Um, you know this, this same particular student, young young man. He, uh, we're all like trying to. One of the kids is pretty tall, so he can slam dunk. And we're mm-hmm. standing by the basketball goals, and he jumps up first, and he slams dunks. And then this other kid, he's almost the same height as me, just like he's five nine and a half. So he's got mm-hmm. you know point five inches on me or whatever. And uh, I'm like, you can slam dunk. He says, Michael, do you know who I am? I am a top performance athlete. Watch this. And then he (laughs) runs and jumps and slam slam dunks. And I'm like blown away. I'm like, I had no idea you could do that. He says, yeah, man, look at my body. Like I'm in top shape. I am like one of the best athletes in our area. And I was like, man, there's something on that. You know, before I knew everything about him, I was like, you know, that that's what drives him, you know, and uh, with with the question, who who are you? I, I'd imagine for him, it goes something like this. I am more than my circumstances. I am more than my surroundings. I am a phenomenal athlete. I'm smart. I'm talented. And I'm going to show the world that uh, I can be better than what what I saw growing up, you know, that I'm going to make something out of myself, even though those around me are not. Kind of like in Psalm 23, though I walk through this valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, you know, Mm -hmm. because God is with me and with his rod and his staff, he's going to come for me. I'm going to do everything through him. And, you Mm -hmm. know, with him by my side, like, it's just this amazing thought that, you know, you got to know who you are. And the second that you figure that out, you know, figure that out and declare to yourself who you are, and you'd be amazed at the th- the trials that you'll be able to push through. So so last closing thought here, uh, you know, Albert Einstein says we can't change our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. So what you got to do, if you don't like the story of your life, if you don't like the the movie of your life, so to speak, the way it's playing out, your autobiography, This this is you we're talking about. If you don't like it and you're still breathing, your story isn't over yet. So change it. Live the life you've always wanted to live. You know, um, if you don't like your job, now is the time to start thinking about, well, what do you want to do and go for it. It's not about money. It's not about title. It's about mental health. It's about mental energy. It's about, you know, having time for your family and friends and, you know, living life and loving life and uh, loving everything about it and having fun in the process, you know. Um, and, and if you can do that and love what you're doing and and uh, still make a ton of money, great. But if you get by and are able to put food on the table and ha- keep the lights on and spend time with your kids, do that. that that's yeah. what I would encourage you to do. And that's my last wow. encouragement for the day. Wow, uh, that's awesome. I think awesome. this has been a great episode. We're so glad that you guys are listening. Thank oh, you yeah. again for listening to another episode of the One More Idea podcast. Any closing yeah. thoughts, Mike?
1: I just want to say, man, you know, dream the dream and live the life, man. That's, that's, that's what it's about. Uh, It starts with a thought. It starts, it starts with a dream and you you make it a reality by all the bits and pieces of the motivation, the advice, the, you know, anything you want to call this podcast, whatever, obviously it's called one more idea. So take one more idea from this, add it to your toolbox and live the life that you've always thought was unimaginable, man, because it is a mad, it is possible. And,
0: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I'm
1: an example. Michael is someone that, that he's talking about this young man that you know wanted to commit suicide. You know I look at Michael as a model person, man, amazing human being, and but he was in that same mindset at one point. And look at him now. So all this stuff we're giving you, man, is uh, these are things that we live by that help us become more successful. So like I said, live the dream, uh, dream the dream, live the life. That's my advice. And thank y'all so much for listening. This has been awesome, man.
0: All right, Mike. You guys have a great, blessed week.
1: Thank you. you. Y'all have a good one.